Welcome to the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Andrew. It's Josh. Welcome to the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Lee. <laughs> he said that already. You don't gotta say it. Oh, I've never done this before. <laughs> I don't mean to make it awkward. That's my Lego phone. I went to the Lego store, Andrew, and got this otter box made out of Lego. Isn't that cool? Oh, it's an otter box. It's yeah, protective shield. It's the best protective shield I've ever had. Yeah. Are we doing this podcast all yeah. wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Now, now you know the phone's yours. Your name's on it. <laughs> yes. That's, well, I only have three letters. My name is perfect for Lego. If you lose it, they'll be like, this is Lee's phone. That's Get right. it back to you right away. Right. So you said you're, are you loopy on... Uh... I'm loopy. I'm you're loopy. <laughs> you sound like my wife. I'm loopy. I'm, I lost my voice That's what three I meant. weeks are on, ago. Are you on medication? Are no, on... no. I just, I, I cough so much the last three weeks, and now my cough is gone, but my voice ain't back. I sound like RuPaul or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine... 100% lost her voice. Same thing, just from coughing. Will it come so. back? Well, eventually. Huh. You might get worse, though. I'm getting hair in strange places. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. This all makes sense. And lots of, lots of weird feelings. <laughs> yes. Yes, I feel awkward changing in the gym. <laughs> I don't know who looked at. Everyone's looking at me. Everyone takes selfies in the gym. When you ever go to the gym and people yeah. are taking selfies, like men are taking their shirts off and flexing and taking... That's and I'm, like, no. naked behind you, and you're, I'm on your social media now. I find solace. Did, when I have just make eye contact with the selfie. Just <laughs> no, no, I just look at my Lego phone and it makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> to get back on track. We weren't on track. We've been no, on track. No, you shouldn't invite me to these things. <laughs> it is April 12th right now, so we will more or less be chatting about April 13th through 19th movies that we have. Andrew and I have been frenemies on Facebook for 11 years. Did you see that today? Oh. Did you go on Facebook today? <laughs> Frenemies? Or friend bros, bro friends. It just says friends. <laughs> friends. Isn't that nice? Today is our, le- we've known each other for 11 years. Oh, so did they make like a nice little collage? Of collage? All the, all the, yeah. yeah. All the stupid pictures of you and I together. And Will there be cake? Is there is uh, David Hess in any of those yes, photos? Yes, it's me, David Hess, <laughs> and Jesse Buck. And one of the four of us is dead. Oh, it was sad. It's not Jesse, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never seen you lose your shit. <laughs> I like Jesse. He's a good guy. He is. He's, he's, he's very talented. I'm just going to peek. Keep talking. Okay, yeah. We're waiting for a popcorn guy to come and take a look at our, our poor old popcorn machine, which is always on its last legs. The last time something bad happened with our popcorn machine, the guy came in and just basically reminded me that it's 40 or 50 years old. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. <laughs> and if a car was 40 or 50 years old, it also wouldn't run very well. You know, knock on wood, nothing disastrous has happened yet, but over and over again, it breaks down. And you're just waiting for that to happen during a, a night when 300 people are here or something. And that would be bad. Yes. So, and, it, and it's one of those things where it doesn't look like there's that much wrong with it, but just these little pieces... It's like, it's this little grenade pin looking piece that doesn't exist anymore mm-hmm. and has to be shipped in from like Belarus or something. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be fixed soon. Are you leaving? I'm going to fix this little pin. Okay, you want some yeah, pause for a minute? <laughs> no, keep, I'll, I'll, I won't be long. Okay. It's up to you. So maybe while Lee's busy, we can actually just mention the films coming up from April 13th through 19th. If you're listening to this in a punctual manner. Probably the most anticipated film this week is The Death of Stalin, which is a comedy. I found out based on a comic book, which I did not know. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. it's adapted from a comic book. It's from Armando... Iannucci? Iannucci? Armando Iannucci? Yeah. Who 
is either just finishing up or has finished Veep. I can't remember if that oh, right. wrapping okay. up. And he did a movie called... Was the movie called In the Loop? Which was... I think so. Which was based off a TV show as well. Which was just a really great British political satire with lots of yelling and swearing in it. Of the Doctor. Doctor Who was in it yelling and swearing at people. Uh. It's interesting now because he's done British politics and American politics with Veep. And now he's got this Death of Stalin film coming out. Which has a great comedy cast... Steve Buscemi, Michael Palin, Michael Palin from Monty Python, Jeffrey Tambor, Jeffrey Tambor, formerly of Transparent. Yeah, and what's his name? Who I just watched on the latest Star Trek TV series is in it as well. The guy who played the captain in that is in the new uh, Death of Sound, but I forget his name. Oh, I don't know. I don't keep up with Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies that a lot of people were asking if we were getting. Yeah, so I think that'll do well for us. We're just talking about Death of Stalin. The best thing about the guy fixing our popcorn machine? Yeah. He's a big Star Wars fan. Oh. So he like my Admiral Thrawn t-shirt. Yes. My laptop. And when the popcorn machine's fixed, instead of knocking the door, he's just going to yell, It's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the new Han Solo poster? No, that's coming late. There was an accident, I guess, on the 401. So oh, everything's Our delayed. films are being delivered three or four hours late. So text me as soon as the Han Solo poster. Are you certain it's coming in? Maybe. I'm not certain. I didn't ask for it this time. I'll ask next week if we don't get it. But last time we got the new one without me asking. And that's, yeah, I got a special spot downstairs. This is just some boring normal poster that yeah, yeah. was not on. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Low Life. Oh. Oh, that is yes. a nice poster. Yes, it is. It's awesome. Poster. Low stay, Life is on, starts on May 9th. I'll just put it here in the garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good place to keep going. Anyway, yeah, you know. Do you have anything to say about Death of Stalin before we move on? I was just saying well, how it's Michael cast. Yeah, Michael Palin's why I, went to, why I wanted to go see it. Last night, someone was telling me how good John Cleese was in a new movie, and he couldn't think of the name of the movie, oh. and he finally said Death of Stalin. I'm like, that's Michael Palin, ah. you jerk. I was just saying, I didn't realize, i got to track this down, it was actually based on a comic book, which I didn't know. Was, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And uh, I'm a fan of the Marvel? director. Yeah, it's, it's a Marvel superhero <laughs> comic. So we have that coming up this week. Then we have a couple of... Actually, three Ottawa premieres. One is Love, Cecil, a documentary mm-hmm. based on a gentleman who worked on films like Gigi and My Fair Lady. He worked for Vogue magazine and The Queen, and he's like a photographer, production designer. So an interesting film-related biopic. It looks good. Yeah. And it's playing in the, in the number one spot of the week. is Saturday at 6.30, and it's playing right there. I thought we'd give it a shot yeah. because it looks so good. Madame did really well last week. Yeah, we played it more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, last night it was like yeah. it was like a hundred people, and I wasn't expecting that. Well, I hope you were okay with that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I came did to you see. Go it. change your armor after. <laughs> it was just a a Monday night where you had the schedule to me early enough, and I finished it up, and yeah. I was like, oh, I can go see a movie tonight. So Gwen and I came to see it, and it was what it was, but it was good. Tony Collette's yeah. very good in it. What's Harvey her name? Keitel? Harvey Keitel is Harvey Keitel. Rosie De Palma. Yeah, she's awesome. And uh, she. What else was she in? High Heels. All those on the Delmar movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's that funny-looking girl. She she's looks sexy. like a. She looks like a Picasso painting. Yeah. Like her eyes and her nose. Yeah, Alma Delmar took this woman with a radio face. Yeah. And made her really sexy. And it, it's a film like that. And he has yet to do that with us. <laughs> yeah. Soon. That's what Josh does with us on the radio yeah. podcast. The radio um, podcast podcast. Whenever folks are curious why we don't do more genre stuff, which we do, I always say it like we do, you just don't come to see it. Like yeah. we, we just played Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yes. It did okay, but there wasn't 300 people there. It should have been. 
And we just showed Bruce Willis as Paul Kersey in Death Wish. Were there tens of people? <laughs> There's 17 over two shows. Oh, Death Wish. It probably got what it deserved. And yes. everyone said, kept saying to me, why are you, is the Mayfair showing it? Why, I hear that over and over again. Yeah. And there was a pretty good excuse. It was supposed to be... Um, Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. Yes. Five minutes to five, 20th Century Fox said no to us, so Bruce Willis fit in for two shows, and yeah. then the horror film fit in for two shows. Strangers. I'm Dan, I'm heading out. I'm not Thanks, Dan. Okay. I like your jersey. Oh, yeah, well, jersey day. <laughs> it is jersey day. Thanks. Yeah, we'll see okay. you soon. Yeah, Thanks. No Thank you. See you later. I think I would like to say you should leave that in the show. He's adorable. That was <laughs> our cleaner. Our cleaning guy... Everybody loves the cleaning guy. It's like he's Santa Claus is here every morning. <laughs> well, and it's nice where... Or it, Ron Howard. I'm trying to think of the... Yeah. Brian Grazer. Who are considered the nicest people in the world. Not Brian Grazer. Oh, he's a producer. He, yeah. he wouldn't be too nice. No. It's just nice when somebody has a job that somebody might consider not a glorious job without sticking my foot in my mouth who really is good at it yeah. and cares about it. And every time you see him, he's making sure he's pointing out all these things and like, it's great. Yeah, and the theater's spotless every time yeah. you come in. So, well, he's afraid of Anya. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> deservedly. Most people are. I don't think Brian Grazer's involved in Solo or Imagination. So we're not going to see the Imagined Films logo I don't in front think of so. Solo. No. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's purely hired. Yeah, gun. it's probably the first just hired gun thing that he's done since Splash. Yeah, probably. Or Willow. Or Grand Maybe Theft Willow. Auto. Willow. That's right. Willow. I don't know when Imagination started. Imagine. Who did Grand Theft Auto? Did he do He it? did, yeah. Oh, oh, the orig- oh yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of something new. But I was like, speaking of Madam, it's always a go-to thing I point at. We love showing genre films, but there's been a couple of examples lately where you've come to me or I've come to you with, what about this one? And we both kind of shrug and go, uh, 10 people will probably show up. Liquid Sky. Liquid Sky, which I think, I, to be honest, I didn't know Liquid Sky. It's, 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 I've heard of it. It's 40th anniversary. It's getting like a digital re-release. Yeah. So I sent the website to Lee, just in case it might be some favorite of yours. And you were like, eh. I saw it in high school. I can tell you exactly the night I saw it. It was when the uh, Toronto Blue Jays won the World Series. That night, Bridget and I, Ottawa filmmaker Bridget Farr, came to see Liquid Sky here on 35. And we were only showing 35 back then. And when we left the theater, we were the only ones in the theater. It was like maybe a half a dozen other people. When we left the theater, everyone was like driving in the street, honking their horns and flying, trying to make believe flags. And I was like, oh yeah, the World Series was tonight. <laughs> That's funny. But like, it, it looks like something that has has a cult point of interest. Mm-hmm. But And it's funny, uh, one of our employees, Eric, pointed out, he said, it's funny when you he sees us struggling like that, of going like, we would just like to play everything that's cool. Yeah. But when 10 people show up versus a hundred people for Madam four nights in a row, you're like, we make more money showing the grown-up movies and they have a more loyal audience, it seems. Hey, tell next time someone asks you about genre films yeah. and all that stuff, tell them about Saturday Night Cinema. Oh, for sure, yeah. that's doing great. Everybody's yeah, that. that seems to be picking up. Like Tomorrow, we're not showing a Friday the 13th on a Friday the 13th, but it's almost like a test for you nerds out there, of which I am <laughs> one, of course, where there's another Friday the 13th coming in a couple months. So far, I've only had... One oh, person really? on Facebook say, and he didn't even ask the question. He just posted a poster of yeah. Friday the 13th, to which I countered a poster for Saturday the 14th, yes. and he gave it a thumbs up. So there was no argument. Saturday the 14th's not very good. No. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish yeah. it was excellent. When I was a kid, I was so excited for it, and I pretended to like it. Yeah. But no, it's terrible. I wish it was good. I wish it was like the Zucker Brothers made that movie. If I remember correctly, the last couple of 13ths <laughs> we've done have been the more, we screened Freddy vs. Jason, which I love. Mm-hmm. And good filmmaker. We screened, a couple years ago we screened the original 
but they haven't been gangbusters. Right. And people say, why don't you show those more? And you're like, well, The Room, Rocky Horror, and Cinema continually are getting crowds. So we keep bringing them back. It would be worthwhile if it was free to show movies. Exactly. If we were good to yeah. show Friday the 13th and 30 yeah. people showed up, worth it. But unfortunately, Paramount Pictures charges us $250 a minimum. So we're not... If it, if it, I think some people might think it's purely they get 50% of the ticket or something. Yeah. You know? But it's not. There's that big price up front. Yeah. Even when we screened Valley of the Dolls, we had like 50 people. It was 63, 63? So that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. It probably looked like more because there was like 15 of us who were in there for free. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but... Yeah. But it, it always comes down to that. And I point out our kids club, which we canceled recently. It's because we were showing some great movies like Superman or Bad News Bears. And there'd be 10 people there. I wish we, I wish we, I'd love to show Lassie Comes Home. Oh, yeah. I watched that again. It's not on Blu-ray or there's no DCP of it, but it was on a TMCM recently. Wonderful film. It was great to see it here, but no one would come. Well, I remember <laughs> it was a few years back. It was right on the heels of getting the DCP. And we screened... One of my favorite things of all time, but we screened Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, mm-hmm. which was beautiful and glorious. Yeah. And something to point at were of the glass half full of saying, yeah, it's sad about 35 millimeter, but we could never have gotten this on 35 millimeter. And we screened that and a Harryhausen mini festival. Yeah. And it was dead. Yeah, we did the Jerry but, Lewis fest. Yeah. Marx Brothers. Marx Brothers. And yeah, and no one could come to any of that stuff. And even last summer rolled around, and we didn't do something like Jurassic Park or Back to the Future or Indiana Jones. Yeah. And kind of sadly, but nobody said anything. I was thinking, should we try something like that again this this summer? Maybe. But it's I'm so kind of I'm oh. kind of hungry for Back to the Future, and uh, he's going to be at the Fan Expo this year, right? Okay. Yeah. And the whole cast. Of Back right. Future's going to be there. I don't know what they're doing, but because um, <laughs> it's like we get so many requests. Oh, we show Back to the Future this weekend. Yeah, uh, we're showing. It's a rental, and it's to benefit. Team Fox and the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's. So that is... What day is that? It's Is that Sunday afternoon? Yeah. Yeah, so that is... Oh, sorry. Saturday at 3.30. Saturday the 14th. So if you're listening to this right away, we do have Back to the Future coming up. And that's a funny example where it's the rentals that are affording us to play old movies now, which is great. So this weekend as well, we have Grease, which is being put on by the Ottawa Dragon Boat Foundation as a fundraiser for them. So that's... Saturday and Sunday at 3.30, we have Back to the Future, then Grease. So two kind of yeah. modern classic yeah. movies. It's tough for us to do because we've screened stuff to get... And it's it's always painful because on social media, it'll be like 100 people are like, oh, we're coming, we're coming. And then 10 people come to Goonies. And yeah. I get so angry. I'm like, that's it. We're, we're just showing <laughs> movies like Madam and Leisure Seeker from now on. That's all we're showing. Just grown-up movies. I think people understand. You know, mm-hmm. it's recently a guy came in... And very nicely said, I wish you were playing more kids' movies. And I said, oh, well, did you get to come see Kids Club the last couple of years? And he said, what's Kids Club? <laughs> and I said, once a month we were showing a retro kids' movie like Last Unicorn or Pee-wee's Big Adventure or Dark Crystal. And he goes, oh, I didn't come to any of those. And I kind of shrugged my shoulders and he looked sheepish and went, okay, you know. <laughs> you know, like, So it's tough when we don't have the demand for the supply sometimes. Mm-hmm. Stuff will always come up. Like we have... Uh, what's the Western we have coming up? The Great Silence. The Great Silence. Which is great. And, and that's like a 50-year-old movie. I've never seen it, to be honest. Mm. And so it's such a rare experience to get to see it on the big screen. Particularly. I've only seen it like a shitty VHS dub to DVD. Mm. It's from the director of Django. Django. Not, well, not Quentin Tarantino. The original Django, yeah. Franco yeah. Nero. Yeah, the Django. You know, 63 people coming to Beyond the Valley of the Dolls isn't bad. Mm-hmm. But... 
more would be better. You know, more would be good. Yes. I feel the same thing about licorice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so, like, when somebody does come on Twitter or Facebook and say, hey, can you guys get, what's the movie called? Liquid Sky? Right. So someone I, asked about that? Somebody asked. It was on was it on Facebook? You know what, though? Yeah. Even if we had 300 people from Beyond the Ballet Dolls in every genre film we've ever shown, I'd still be sort of against showing Liquid Sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so, I don't know. I don't, you know what other cult film I hate? What? Logan's Run. Oh. Wow. I, I just find that movie terrible. It's so hard to sit through. People love it. There's a lot of that certain non-Star Wars That's genre of yeah. 70s sci-fi yeah. that is really hard to get through. Like, just slow-paced. You remember Silent Running? Yeah. There's yeah. a funny reference in Ready Player One for that. Did you see Ready Player no. One yet? You should see it. I should? Yeah. I should? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I would tell him he's going to wait for it to come to Mayfair, which will never will. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it will, but maybe it'll come next time. week. It's, it's just died. I went to see Rampage last night because I got a free pass for it. Yeah. The first thing I noticed, and it's funny, I forgot to mention to mention it to our techie projectionist, Marcus. I swear the bulb was at 40%. Oh, that's the worst. the trailer started for this new Melissa McCarthy comedy, yeah. which you wouldn't think is dark. It's, it's daylight. The right. whole plot is her going to... It's a, a mom going back to college. And it actually looked funny. I like her. It just looked dark. And I'm like, this shouldn't look dark. And it made me recall a year or two ago, I got a free pass to go see Suicide Squad. Besides for being horrible, is a dark film. So you're like, okay, it's supposed to look dark. And then I saw the trailer elsewhere, and bam, yeah. it was so bright. That's my biggest complaint Horror. with multiplexes is they don't care they about don't care. It's, that. It's extremely frustrating. When you get home and you watch the Blu-ray, and like, oh, that's what the movie was supposed yeah. to look like. <laughs> Especially in advanced screenings of Rampage. The idea yeah. of having advanced screening and having you there mm -hmm. is that you'll go to work the next day. You'll love it. Hopefully you'll love it. You'll be so impressed. And I'll go on all the social media and say how much I love it. And yeah, and, great. and 10 of your friends will come, and then 10 of their friends will come. Yeah. And that's the idea of having these things. But if they're going to show an advanced screening with a dim bulb, and you're going to have that reaction. That's, that's what they've set themselves up for. I'm sure the film will be a big hit because it's got Dim Weasel or The Rock. Or <laughs> Dim <whoever> Weasel. <laughs> whoever that guy is. But Stone. It's just like, it's very frustrating when you have to go yeah. out and advance screen. I do it often. And I went to see a, a IMAX presentation advance of Tomb Raider. Okay. Yeah. And they had both, you know, they instead of showing it at real IMAX, right. they have two DCP projectors projecting the movie yeah. simultaneously to brighten the image but if they're not aligned oh weird it'll be just the image will be off and blurry so that's the case I didn't know they and did I that and I told the manager I said Max look at this I said look do you see the two projectors they're not lined up perfectly so there was like a little bit of, it looked blurry it wasn't blurry but it, it was just off the image was off I told the manager and it was up there you for a while crying. <laughs> like, 13. I don't know what to do I don't know what to do I said I told him like, turn off one of the projectors and that's what he did and it was perfect and then I said to Max, now look, and there's only one projector. Now every time we go see IMAX, he's tries, he goes to see if we haven't seen two projectors in a long time. I love how we're, we're running this place, but we're also running the other Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it's true. Just the other night, I went to see uh, Blockers, Cock Blockers, or whatever it's called. <laughs> it was the second worst film I've seen this year. Not as bad as the Clint Eastwood movie. The 7-Eleven to Paris. <laughs> oh, yeah. That movie was the steaming piece of poop. Which had the best intentions, but just yeah. more you think about it, Imagine you're like, no. Those soldiers like, went yeah. to Paris, they saved the day, they were heroes, yeah. and then nine months later, Clint Eastwood makes a movie with them and everyone hates them because they're terrible yeah. actors. I sat down, I, had, I went out three times to tell the girl, it's like, the right side of your screen's in focus, but the center and the left is out of focus. And finally, the left side was in focus, 
and the right side was in focus, but the center wasn't. And it's just like it's just so frustrating. Yeah, it's true. I feel like you know I'm at other theaters and I'm always talking to the projection. Who isn't a projectionist? It's some kid, it's some teenager who doesn't it's, know. It's what's the squeaky going voice on. teen from The Simpsons. It is, yeah. <laughs> or Ralph. It's Ralph Wiggins. Oh, yeah, He's picking his nose and not looking at the screen. And they have people coming in, right? And they sign a little piece of paper and they leave. And they're supposed to look and they're supposed to listen. That's not. Yeah. No, that movie is the sound mixing. I'm not used to watching movies made for other people. Right. I like when watching movies made for us. Like we'd start Burt Reynolds or yeah. so <laughs> You know, and then and seeing blockers that reminded me of, oh, this is made for everybody. The Fast and Furious movie. Fast people who love Fast and Furious, they don't like movies. They just like that. that. If you they're, like movies, you know not to like it. They're critic proof. They're, they're even fan proof, which fascinates me. And this mm-hmm. is a long running complaint. Like, people like what they like. And there's some movies I like that you won't, and you like that Andrew won't. And I, and I never argue with people because the example I always use is, is I really like Blair Witch Project. But if somebody says they don't, I don't try to talk them into it because I'm like, yeah. I get your complaints, yeah. you know. But these big franchises, people are just going. And I get so frustrated. I was talking with a guy a few years back when there was only three or four Transformers movies, whatever there are now. Only three. <laughs> only three. And he had said, I saw a free screening of part one and kind of went, eh. Saw a free screening of part two, hated it, so I haven't seen three and four. And he said, yeah, I didn't like part two or three either, but I'm still going to go to four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know it's your fault, right? Usually, yeah. if you think I of know. like a, a comic book, the, if the the sales start going down, they'll change the creative team or cancel mm-hmm. a book and put the character somewhere else. Or jump a shark. Yeah. But in movies, they're like, oh, well, people must like these Fast and Furious movies because they keep going, but it's just this... I remember two weeks before Expendables 3 came out, all the chefs and dishwashers from Shadow Sand had downloaded and watched it and I re- because it got leaked two weeks before it came out. And I said to them all, I was like, if there's no Expendables 4, I'm blaming all of you. Yeah. And that's that's where we are. I mean, I don't think the world is going to change for the better without Expendables 4. But... Well, when the new Scott Atkins movie came out, Accident Ooh. Man, he kept... Instagramming saying, please don't yeah. download it. Because his last film was particularly yeah. ruined. I was the, um, what, it was a big part of the, his franchise. Ninja uh, 2? Ninja 2 or... Yeah, there was something... Undisputed 3. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the Undisputed. And everyone was downloading it. was People were watching it, reviewing it a week before it got released yeah. on DVD and he was losing his mind. Because his movies don't get theatrical. So The other day, a former employee from here, he Here's posted on Facebook, I'm watching... What's that new, uh, um, that new, oh, that uh... drives me nuts when people do that. Joaquin Phoenix film that's the Bytown showing at the end of the month. He posted on Facebook, I'm watching this now. I'm like, just wait two weeks and see it at the Bytown. Yeah. And like this woman the other night, this girl that goes to the Toronto Film Festival all the time, she goes, I saw Ready Player One in 3D in a D-box seat. And that's the way to see it, man. That's the way to see it. And it's like, oh, you're buying into all the gimmick stuff. It's not really shot in 3D. And in the D-box, seats just move because the subwoofers are amplified. Yeah. It's following what the subwoofers do. It's not, I don't know, it, I, it's frustrating. People like movies for all the wrong reasons now. You know what? We're old men. We're just oh, getting yeah. old. Yeah, we're yeah. complaining about kids being on our front lawn. But it is, it is certainly <laughs> back a bit. We're, the, like, we're Archie Bunker. Yeah. Get off my property! <laughs> Stop sitting in D-Box! <laughs> you Transformers, get off my lawn. <laughs> but I, I, I understand it is circling back. Fake IMAX and 3D sales Limax, are down. That's what I like to call it. Limax, that's and good. Even filmmakers. I forget who, but somebody recently was like, no, just go see my movie in 2D. And it was somebody big, like one of the Marvel directs, somebody like that, was like, yeah, just see it in 2D. That's all. That's right. the best way to go. Yeah, J.J. Abrams kind of said that about Force Awakens. What I like about the Kickstarter world we're in yeah. is that people are realizing 
that, oh, if I support this thing I love, it happens. So a couple years back, I supported Mystery Science Theater, and it came back and got onto Netflix, and yeah. now it's back. We screened a movie a couple years ago, What We Do in the Shadows, from unknown Taika Waititi at the time, but it was a, a partial Kickstarter movie, and it did really well, and we screened it here at the main yeah, fair. it did really well. And now he directed a Thor movie. More and more films that, even ones that you wouldn't think, like not even like kind of genre nerd movies, if you watch the end credits... It'll be like a drama, a little independent film. Mm -hmm. And you'll see special thanks to, and 400 names will quickly go by. And you're like, oh, it's a Kickstarter movie. Mm -hmm. And a lot of little independent films, Canadian films. And I think it's really great where people realize, oh, if I buy a shirt or chip in five bucks, that does help. And that's happening more and more. Uh, people realize, and like, oh, mm -hmm. if I steal it, that's bad, you know? Yeah. Don't think what I spent the money on recently. Lego. <laughs> uh, didn't, you, didn't, didn't you donate to the, the latest Neil Breen? Yes, that's right, film? Neil Breen. Neil Breen's the oh, yeah. Lego Mega Movie, so I sent him 40 bucks. Are we going to... Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. Do you get like a t-shirt out of that or something? No, or? just the name of the credits of a Neil Breen movie. Yeah. Without a history. People have asked us about him a little while ago, and I said, we did screen... What have you seen? Two of his Faithful films? Findings. Yeah. And what was the other one? Faithful uh, Findings. Turn on or turn off or... They did... Turn up they did well, but not. They no, did the well. last one did well. Faithful Findings was that the Faithful. Well, yeah. Faithful Findings we showed several times. Yeah, that was the first one, but his last one did well. There was a lot of people here. People laughed their asses off, and went the crowd oh, loved yeah. it. And it just didn't do well enough to garner. Oh, coming back every month. Yeah, people have asked about that, and I said, "Well, you know, Neil keeps on putting out movies, so I'm sure." Sooner and he or later. doesn't want that. Once he starts working on a new movie, yeah. he doesn't want people to watch his old movies. He puts them, although unfortunately people put them on YouTube. He likes theatrical to come and go. I chipped in, I got 50 bucks for my mom for my birthday, and I chipped into the Rio Theater in Vancouver oh, yeah. is doing a thing. So I told my mom that. I was like, I got a t-shirt and chipped into that, and they're doing a successful but a deep fundraiser now trying to raise money to purchase their building. They've done all kinds of stuff. Ryan Reynolds has done stuff for them, and Kevin Smith did a show there, and a whole bunch of stuff, but... Uh, that's, really? That's still going on right now as we speak. It's so. a trap. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee just left to let the popcorn guy out. A couple other films we have this week are The Leisure Seeker with Donald Sutherland and Helen Mirren. It's about an RV trip. RV trip. And it's a kind of the go-to joke that I make, that if Helen Mirren would make a movie a month, we would show it. That genre of middle-aged senior citizen drama, comedic drama, always does so well. With an asterisk, it's with Oscar winners Helen Mirren and Donald Sutherland, because he won an Oscar. And I don't know if that counts, because he won an honorary Oscar. But I think it still counts. It's still an Oscar winner. Yeah. Even though it's not for a specific role. So Leisure Seeker coming up. The other two Ottawa premieres are Mary Goes Round and A Swinger's Weekend, both Canadian films. And Mia Kirshner's in uh, Swinger's, Swinger's Weekend. Weekend. Yeah. And that's cool, because I always forget this, because it's kind of... The reason what we, I think, don't officially participate is because it's a multiplex thing. But it's the... Canadian Film Canadian Day? Canadian Film Day. No one's ever asked us really why we don't participate, but we just show Canadian films all the time. Yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head, but if you go back, even just in 2018, we're showing Canadian films every month. The kind of glass half-empty thing about this Canadian Film Day is that's the only Canadian film they're playing all year. They make one thing one day and go, yay, look at us, we're supportive. Whereas we just do this all the time. So kind of by happenstance, we have two Canadian films during this Canadian Film Day week. One, actually, it's Wednesday or Thursday, I forget, but Swingers Weekend is actually on the day. So even though we're not officially participating, I remember the first year they sent us stuff 
the logo for the multiplex is up on the poster and you're like, well, yeah, you don't really want to <laughs> advertise those guys. We're always supportive of Canadian films, so two more for you to check out this week. Don't pretend you like movies. Yeah, come see cool Canadian movies. And then the 104th consecutive month screening The Room. Speaking of... Canadian films. Canadian, yeah. <laughs> Unofficially Canadian film because it's screened here so often. This Saturday night at 11 o'clock is the insanely the 104th time that we have screened The Room with no end in sight. And we, So we just finished up talking about Mary Goes Round, Swingers Weekend, Leisure Seeker. And then The Room, which I have nothing to add. No, nothing. Oh, I just said that Mia Kirshner's in Swingers Weekend. So yes, that's, Exotica. Yeah. I used to be able to hum that song that she used to dance to in Exotica. That's a great film. Yeah. Magoyan. And then we already have The Room, not officially booked yet, but I do have the poster made up for May, but it's it's going to keep going. It's just going to keep yes. going forever and ever. Yes, it's not going anywhere. Suck on that, Neil Breen. Yeah. <laughs> and we screened Best Friends, Best Fiends recently. That did okay. They did pretty well. Yes, it did. Best Friends Volume, volume two, 2 on the horizon. Greg's coming for that. Oh, cool. Yeah, he'll be coming up for that. Is that June? Is that, well, or whenever I, we get it. I it. told him I was looking forward to June. And he said, well, he he wants to come with it. So he's gonna. it might not be June. So we'll figure that out soon. Yeah, that's cool. Always yeah. nice to have Greg... Back all right, there. I gotta get R two D two in my car and get the Orleans. I gotta... <laughs> Let's not explain that statement at all. <laughs> You're like surely, you gotta get R two D two. Gotta drop it off at Walmart. <laughs> okay, so thanks for listening, everybody. Go visit our friends at House of Targ. It is by the time you listen to this, it might have passed, but their fourth anniversary is in April, and they're going to be doing all kinds of cool stuff. If you check out their actual fourth anniversary day, they're doing a free event, bringing in a bunch of cool new arcade games. Or cool old arcade games. We are on the internets everywhere. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Anytime somebody says, are you playing this? It's like, we get it on like five minutes later once we find out we're booking something. Right. So just go look at our website or Facebook yes. or Twitter. Don't look anywhere else. It's all on there. And even on Twitter, people get confused. I'm like, you can just search at Mayfair Theater mm-hmm. and then best friends and it'll pop up when we're doing short. So thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you soon at the Mayfair to watch awesome, cool movies. See you later. I'm Ron Howard. This is Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is a love story. With cars. And I love him, and that's why we're going to Las Vegas to get married. I want my Rolls Royce. This Rolls Royce isn't exactly mine. Wanna pull over and fool around a little? Also, it's a comedy. With car crashes. But I am a superior driver! And you know how reckless these young people can be. Couldn't call what Sam and I have done great. I'll do what I call it. Yeah, get down! Put me on the air now. Break into the record. Her parents will pay big bucks to anyone who can stop them. You're just hovering up there like a lousy vulture hoping for a wreck. Well, if you have it, 
I'm going to report it. In the course of this calamitous chase of the chapel, Rums caused the crashing of a $40,000 Rolls Royce, three Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, seven cop cars, four trucks, a very cherry van, a lot of Lincolns, lowriders, 33 screaming street machines. And Ron wrestles his red-hot rolls up on two wheels into a spectacular chicky run with a whirly bird. Don't worry, they'll pull off! Don't worry, they'll pull off. They're gonna crash! Look out, Vegas. We're coming in. Grand Theft Auto, directed by and starring Ron Howard. Well, hell.